Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor. We thank you for your rich presence here tonight. We thank you for 2020. We thank you that we have the privilege of gathering here together right on this platform to appreciate you for your deliverance, for your presence, for your sustainability throughout the year 2020. And we thank you for the year we're looking ahead, which is about to roll in. Your presence indeed that has seen us through this year, waiting to take us in an unusual journey through 2021. We give you praise. We give you honor. The Bible makes it clear. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. So we can begin to anticipate a great and wonderful year. Thank you for your presence. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't God wonderful? I want you to shout to me, God is faithful. Give him praise. Give him honor. Worship his holy name. I believe strongly that you have been greatly blessed with all the praises and worship. The Bible says all that Paul and Silas had to do was to worship God in their prayers and their praises and every chain was broken and every door was opened. I believe some people have already walked into an unusual 2021. I mean you have started from now. You are not waiting until the clock says it. You are moving by divine timing. I believe you have started in the name of Jesus. Now, I want to quickly, before we get into that theme scripture for 2021, let me quickly remind you because I see Gothic notes on a progression, as it were. You know, about this time, a year ago, it was a scripture from the book of Psalm 40. I remember vividly when I received that it was going to be a year of new songs. I mean, uh, you know, like, I thought we would sing all through. Glory be to God in the highest. But as I began to meditate on the scripture, I had to go from verse 1 and I read. And it became clear. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me, heard my cry. I'm sure everyone under the sound of my voice can boldly say that God has heard your cry this year. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you give him praise? We waited on him, he heard our cry. I mean, also when you look at how the year had been, many, many tens of thousands are gone. Can you imagine what a year? But here you are. I'm sure there was a time you say, God, have mercy. There was a time you say, God, help me. But and God answered. So you did cry out and he inclined his ears. He's a merciful God. Glory be to God in the highest. Verse 2 says, He also brought me up out of a horrible pit. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah? He brought me up out of a horrible pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the merry clay. Aha. <laughs> and set my feet upon a rock. Oh, oh and then establish my steps. Glory be to God in the highest. I wonder what pit can be more horrible than the pit of COVID-19. But more so with the kind of devastating effect it has had on the year. God really 
saved us, brought us out of that horrible pit. Again, I want to say praise be to his name. Give him praise, give him adoration, worship him for ways and what he does. He's a wonderful God. The Bible says he brought us out of the miracle. I mean, that was a miracle. The more you try to run from it, the more you try to get in deep, sink into it, the more people try to avoid it, the more people got into it. What else could be more than a miracle? And here we are today. He indeed brought us out, uh, set our feet on a solid ground. We're standing today, we're where, and we can rise up, we can gather together at least, if for anything, virtually, and we can shout, and many are gathering in the rear. So we give God all the glory. And then one last thing, though, he said, and he has established my going. And that's where I'm taking off from. He has established our going. In spite of the miracle, in spite of the horrible Peter, your going is now established. You are about to begin an unusual journey. Glory be to God in the highest. No one less. Then he puts a new song in my mouth. Hallelujah. The praises of our God. Glory be to God in the highest. He's telling us a lot of things about the year we're about to enter into. This might have been the way it is, but God has brought us through. He has delivered us. He has saved us. Now he's established us, set us on a journey, good journey, and put a song in our mouth. If anything, more than ever, it's time to sing and worship. Worship in messes of the devil. Worship establishes his presence. And if there's a new way we're going to do it this year, it's true. His presence. Glory be to God in the highest. So what are we left with? We are left with an established journey. Established going. We are left with singing. We are left with jubilating. We are left with an unusual faith in the God that has delivered us. Hallelujah. If he has brought us this far, he's about to take us much, much higher. He's a wonderful God. Glory be to God in the highest. And he says the praise of our God and many will see it. Hallelujah. And we put trust in the Lord. So what are we anticipating for this coming year? In Jesus' name, I mean, there will be an established going. Hallelujah. Get ready. Hallelujah. You know what comes to mind very easily? In spite of the devastation all around, in the time of Isaac, running together, God so much established him, saved him, established him. I mean, he began to be great. Hallelujah. So much so that there was envy from the Philistines. God is about to establish our going in the name of Jesus. And of course, with songs of praises on our lips. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. I mean, look at it again, like I said to you, Paul and Silas, they sang, they prayed and they sang, and what was supposed to be their end, their destruction became as it were, come on, a thing of God's unusual glory. I mean, a situation that would have seen their end became what God used to bring the entire image of the prisons to the kingdom, and much more, the jailer and his entire household, God used that for his glory became a blessing. Now hear me, whatever the devil has used to torment you in 2020 will become the same reason for your blessing and the glory of God in 2021. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. We give him praise, we give him honor. So in the light of the fact that now he has set our feet on the solid ground and established our going as it were, as scripture for this year. You are ready for this? Glory be to God in the highest. I took time because, I mean, what do you want to tell people after such a year? I say, God, help me. If you don't tell me, I will tell them you say nothing to me. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. And honestly, I receive an unusual scripture. And I've been thinking about it for a while. 
Obadiah 1.17. Yes, Obadiah 1.17. You heard me right. I can boldly say to you that this coming year will be unprecedented in the lives of many in the name of Jesus. And that's why I would like you to pay close attention. I'll read verse 17. Say, but on Mount Zion, glory be to God, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. On Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Glory be to God in the highest. Three things I envisage and I believe will happen in this new year. Remember, coming from his word and from his promise, we are positioned for a great year. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, when he says there shall be deliverance, let me quickly give you the context. Now, if you observe, the first line says, Bet on Mount Zion. Bet on Mount Zion. What does the word bet? What does it tell you? It establishes a contrast. Clearly a contrast. In other words, contrary to the general, there will be something different. So contrary to the general terrain, Mount Zion will stand out. Hallelujah. So in other words, we are beginning to see that this year we establish two broad camps. The difference will be clear. There will be a remarkable separation, as it were. Whilst there will be so much troubles in certain camp, there will be so much deliverance in another camp. Let's get it right. The way he's looking to me. The Bible says the children of Israel they had sinned and God had come to judge them. And Edom had been given the upper hand that they were the descendants of Esau. And they had gained so much. I mean, they had devastated the land and everywhere was total destruction and devastation. But God now began to speak. And in verse 17, he may declare, he said, no matter how terrible it may be, there will be a remnant. There will be a place of refuge. There will be a place where when you get to, you will realize that no, you cannot be consumed. You can begin again. And the first thing that came to my mind was Psalm 91. That they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This coming year, we see a marked difference between everybody and those who abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm sure the question that is in your mind is that how would that be? How are we going to actually actualize that? Just follow me as we go on in the name of Jesus. But the Spirit of God is saying clearly that there will be a marked difference. Glory be to God in the highest. And I looked at it. So when he said that, I said there shall be deliverance on Mount Zion. There shall be deliverance. Again, let me just, before I continue, Mount Zion symbolically represents Jerusalem. Symbolically represents the church of Jesus Christ, at least in the New Testament. Come on, Hebrews in chapter 12. 
say, say clearly that you have not come to Mount Sinai, but to Mount Zion. And of course, began to declare to the city of God, you have come to Jesus, the mediator, hallelujah, to the blood of the sprinkling, innumerable company of angels, as it were. So Zion symbolizes the church. Even as in the Old Testament, it symbolized Jerusalem the mountain of the Lord and so what we're saying today is this um, not so much talking about the world but I want to talk about the world in respect to the church there shall be deliverance glory be to God in the highest and I looked at this word deliverance as it were I mean here you know what deliverance means that means a rescue hallelujah I mean saved from a situation hallelujah but particularly here it represents two things separation and preservation and what I've been talking about has been the separation your situation in the name of Jesus will not be like every person's situation we won't be denying the fact that there will be trouble won't be denied the fact that there will be challenges as it were but we are stating the fact and the truth that for the children of God there shall be deliverance in the name of Jesus there will be salvation there will be saving from the horrible pit as it were come on remember yeah Psalm 40 oh yes there will be bringing you out of the mary clay as it were glory be to God in the highest <laughs> remember and there will be establishing your feet on the solid ground in spite of the mary clay nature of everything and everywhere around you there will be a difference and there will be a preservation as it were what is ravaging the land this cause that is consuming everybody we see you as keep in the name of Jesus we see you and be scared in the name of Jesus you talking this deliverance reminds me of what the Bible says in Isaiah 60 it says arise shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you now here verse 2 it says for behold the darkness shall cover the earth did you hear that and deep darkness the people but the Lord will rise or arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you so much so that the Gentiles shall come to your light hallelujah and kings to the brightness of your rising did you hear that yes it may be dark everywhere gross darkness covering the land but because you are the light of the world and because your light has come you will arise you will shine even in spite of all that is happening this year will be a year of separation glory be to God in the highest and talking about that talking about the light shining for you remember in the book of Exodus in chapter 10 the Bible says during the 10 plagues when God was dealing with Egypt to release his children to go it was said that darkness covered the land that people could not see the next person next to them you couldn't see beyond your nose but in the camp of the Israelites in the land of Egypt that is in the land of Goshen there was light where people are stumbling over themselves you will see light in the name of Jesus it's going to be an unusual year 
God will show himself strong on behalf of his own. In the name of Jesus. Now, that's not to say that it's going to be rosy all next year. No, 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 no. If there's going to be that marked difference, that tells you something that there will still be darkness. Whether it's of COVID or for some other things, I don't know. But concerning the children of God, there will be a way forward. In the name of Jesus. There will be an unusual preservation. In the name of Jesus. You know, see thinking about it, I'm reminded of Goshen again in Egypt. And what happened in Goshen? Hear what the Bible says. That was, again, let me remind you, the Bible said that there have been seven years of great abundance and then there were seven years of great famine. And of which he used his son and his servant, Joseph, to warn Egypt and particularly Pharaoh. And when this scourge hit, guess what? Who was at the helm of affairs? controlling everything and putting everything in place it was Joseph now hear what the Bible says because invariably the whole world was affected I mean the whole world you know, I mean, just like the moment we are in the whole world scarcely was anywhere spared I mean there was abject poverty uh, people were dying of starvation uh, people were dying of sicknesses and starvation they were not able to hold ends together anymore and everybody was running to the government that if but for the adequate preparation that was put in place through divine intervention using Joseph that would have been total investition in the whole earth but God will always leave a place for his own glory leave some remnants for his glory and so Joseph was standing there and of course giving them hope of course taking everything in and giving them hope to allow them to be able to have a new beginning because invariably he now gave them seeds where there were no seeds and was telling them to go and plant again and said look the land will yield for you but this is one day we're going to have four fifths of what you get will be yours one fifth you come back to government and you see that was how government was able to sustain the people during their hardship and yet prepare for a new beginning for them I believe in the name of Jesus that what we are going to begin to see before 2021 is God positioning his children in such a place that they will always be the remnant and they will not only be seen through this period by adequate deliverance I'm talking of protection and separation but positioning them in such a way that a new beginning for anyone who has been seriously invested in will be possible habit through the church and sincerely if I can if I can give my little advice I think the government should work in collaboration with the church as much as possible strange as it as it may as it may be honestly that's what the spirit of God is saying and so what happened in Goshen when everything was totally devastated and there was nothing left the land of Palestine were affected so the very brothers of Joseph that sold him into slavery <laughs> were affected his father was affected and so they had to send an emissary to Egypt to look for food and guess what they came before Joseph oh hallelujah the 
wisdom of God. And when that happened, I mean, you know the story, you know the full story back and forth, until Joseph revealed himself to them and then made some presentation uh, to Pharaoh to get his father and his family to Egypt, which he greatly agreed and even told him to put them in the choice part of the land. And that was how they got to the land of Goshen. Now, see what the Bible says of the land of Goshen in Genesis 47 in verse 27. So the Bible says, So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, that is Jacob, and his entire lineage dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen. And they had possessions. Come on, is somebody hearing me? And grew and multiplied exceedingly. Why there was cross devastation all around. I know why God will do that. It's not to show off his people. But he understands that the only one that when they have it will distribute it are his people. Why? Because they have his nature and his character. I read many years ago of the story of South Korea. After the Great Recession, after the Great War and the Great Recession, they said the leadership gathered together and thinking of what to do to bring about no mercy to life. The poverty was terrible. They said they came to a conclusion that there is a set of people in the land. They are called Christians. And these ones, by virtue of their faith, are particularly generous. They are extremely generous. They are the ones that we can appeal to, that we give so that we can have seeds for investment. And that's what they did. They appealed to the church. And the church gave. And today, South Korea is what it is. And I'm saying this to say this, that it's not just happening. We'll read in the Bible. We'll read, read of Eliakim. He says, look, I will put Eliakim on the platform. Because he is one person that when I give, will take it and take care of the poor and the needy. He is the one that will distribute to the needs of the people. Not the ones that will take it and embezzle and fraudulently oppress the people. I'm saying that there will be a marked difference beginning from 2021. Whether we like it or not, we are the end times. And I hope you understand that end times is not just one day. It's not just one year. It's not just 10 years. It's a progression to the end. We are right in it. And you watch as things begin to happen. It's the time of the church. By the grace of God. Glory be to God in the highest. So what happened in Goshen? We read it again. It said they multiplied. They increased. When everything was being devastated all around them. And Jacob lived in that land. The land of Egypt. For 17 years for the rest of his life I believe that there is a way forward let me remind you quickly Obadiah 117 is that scripture for the year bet on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and we'll be looking at bet on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and there shall be deliverance glory be to God in the highest amen <laughs> I mean I'm just kind of thrilled by this maybe before I go on let me quickly say this this was one of the basic understanding that David had he says though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear why because you are with me there shall be deliverance 
Ghost, the road I used to have, the comfort me. Preparing the in the presence of my enemies, anointing my head, my cup runs over. Even in the valley of the shadow of darkness. Next year will be wonderful for you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, it says, and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess. Somebody says, anytime the Bible uses shall, is saying, this will happen. God will do this. He uses the word shall to say, this will come to pass. And you may be saying, no, but this was Israel. But come on. It's on record. Even I can have it read to you, but I don't want to get into that. This was fulfilled from the situation that they had, which was, as it were, the shadow. But we see this thing prophetically happening in the church today. And prophetically, it will still happen to the physical nation of Israel towards the end of the end time. And why is it today? Today, where is Mount Zion? The church. Where is the refuge? The church. Glory be to God in the highest. And that's why everything that God has concluded and done for us, you find it within this phrase, in him, in Christ. Everything I have, I mean, I can be or that I have become and I can be that you have become that you will still be is in Christ. But I'll come to that in a minute. And that's where the church is. And that's why the church has the keys to the kingdom. It's only the church that has the ability to bind and to lose. We have what it takes to permit and disallow things on the earth realm. The realm I'm talking about is the realm when the church will begin to take its place as it were. I'm telling you. The hidden world, we hear things like this and make a mockery. That was the same thing in the past. It was the same thing in the time of Jesus. It's the same thing now. I mean, the mockery have started. And yet, I wonder, all those who are making all the mockeries, they haven't found solution to the case of COVID. And the wisdom of the world has been confounded and we're still struggling. It's time for the church to step up. Hallelujah. I'll come to that in a minute. It says, and there shall be holiness. What does that mean? And what does that pretend to you when you hear that? I'm sure when you hear holidays, all the just things that, oh, they're going to make us dress in a certain way. Come on, why will you limit such a great quality of God to dressing or eating? Of course, if you have the nature of God, there are ways you will not behave, there are ways you will not dress, there are ways you will not talk, there are ways, there are things you won't do, and there are things you will do that the world will never even think of doing. Yes. But when you begin to look at it that way, then it just tells us that you are not ready to live in obedience to the will of God. God has a laid out plan for your prosperity, for your well-being, so that you can enjoy the fullness of what he has made available to you. Even here on earth, I'm talking physically. So what does he pretend? The first thing that hit me is this. The Bible says no one who is putting his trust in him no one who is running to Zion for refuge no one who is putting his trust in him first shall be put to shame I hope you understand that and number two is the fact that such people live by faith for you to put your trust in him then look trust him 
If you're going to trust him, then you're going to trust his ways. You're going to follow his ways, his advice, his methodology. That's exactly what he pretends. What he's saying is this, contrary to those who run after the world to achieve, he said, those who stay within the limit of my words will possess their possession. They will not only be preserved, they will not only be saved, they will not only be separated, they will, uh, they will possess their possessions. They will give hope and future to many. Glory be to God in the highest. That's what it means. Living conscious of who you are. Living conscious of what he has made available to you. I'm reminded of the scripture in John chapter 15. He says, if you dwell in me and my words abide in you, he said, whatever you ask, you will get. Still in that John 15, he says, look, without me, you can do nothing. Still in that John 15, he says, he who dwells in me will bear much fruit. And in this is my father glorified. So what does this, there shall be holiness mean? That means that we will do it God's way. Glory be to God in the highest. And the beginning of God's way is that the just shall live by faith. If God says it, it is so. I throw my life into it completely. I'll get results. Amen. Again, let's look at it. Why will I be running to God for deliverance? And God is saying, follow me. And I'm saying, I want to go my way. I must have as well gone my way. Why am I running after him? Why am I crying out to him? I'm crying out to him. He's inclining his ears to me and say, you know what? Stretch out your hand. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Everybody is turning this way. I'm not talking about turning. I'm saying, stretch out your hand. You are running to him for help. And he says, stretch out your hand. You say, no, I would rather forego this way. Everybody's going this way. Come on. That's really what the case is with us on earth. You think God's not aware of what is happening? And yet he has salvation ready for us. His salvation is meant for us. His mercies are new every morning towards us. But we cannot come to God on our own terms. That's it. We cannot begin to dictate to God how we want it done. And yet we are asking him to help us. A story really comes to mind. Remember during the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah? Remember that God said that no, no, no. The abomination there was beyond what he could take. And so he will judge the city. And how did he judge the city? Fire. Destroy. Consumed everything. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. But you see, there was still a way of escape. And that's why when you read the scripture, some by some you say, on Mount Zion, there will be those who escape. Hallelujah. There will always be a way of escape. And that came through Abraham. And God entered a deal with Abraham. And when the people to destroy the city got there, guess what? They went to Lot's house. And they got out Lot and his family. And the first thing they said, they said, escape to the mountain. 
The angel said, run out of the city. He said, get out of the city and go to the mountain. Lord, at the end of this, you will be controlling the affairs of the, <laughs> of the next generation. But guess what Lord said? Lord said, you know what? There's a small city here. Just let me go hide there. Lord, you didn't have what it takes to be alive in the first place. Lord, you didn't have what it takes to save your family. God came down for you. And God is saying, go here. And you were saying, I will go here. Guess what? God does not force the will of man. He said, bye-bye, you can go there. And he went there. Guess what? That was the end of Lot. Lot, though did not get destroyed in the fire, Lot was in a small mind, occupying a small place with his daughters and he limited their future and when the daughters got tired of being alone and they said to themselves we would not rather die this way let's get our father drunk and let's get him so they committed incest and they gave back to two generations of people for which God's cause landed we didn't hear anymore about Lord what if Lord had gone to the mountain that's what we see happening in our times we want to tell God how we want to live our lives and yet we say God you have to help us but let's do it our ways you no 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 you can't do it your way he's the most gracious we are living by grace but his grace is his way so when he says there shall be holiness there shall be as it were obedience adherence to his methodology to his thinking to his words to his ways glory be to God in the highest if you did that, of course you will succeed. Of course you will live long. Of course your life will glorify him. Again, back to Isaac in the land of Gerah. Isaac, you will not go down to Egypt. You will stay in the land that I will show you. And Isaac only obeyed. And planted in farming. He sowed seeds in farming when it was not normal to do. The Bible said it yielded for him a hundredfold as it were then God bless him. Why would God bless him? Because he so much trusted God that he invested in family. And the Bible said, now he started to be great. Continue to be great. Until he became very great. I'm saying that this coming year, no matter the devastation, some people will be exceedingly great. Of Jesus. You'll be great spiritually. You'll be great emotionally. You'll be great physically. So much so that God will use you as an instrument to lift up many so that his name will be glorified. That's what I'm saying. Then he says, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Glory be to God in the highest. I like that. Many translation says, and the house of Jacob will repossess their possession. Hear it from the expanded version. It says, but on Mount Zion, some will escape the judgment that is there will be an escape that's what we're talking about glory be to God in the highest and it will be a holy place things done by God's standard the people house of Jacob will take back did you hear that they will take back their land from those who took it from them glory be to God in the highest 
That is, they will possess their possession. Now, here the new living. It says, but Jerusalem will become a refuge for those who escape. It should be a holy place. And the people of Israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance. Glory be to God in the highest. I believe strongly from the witness I'm having in my spirit that when the Bible says, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions, but here, possessing possessions is twofold. Number one, you'll be reclaiming what you have lost. So the question is this, have you lost anything in the past one year? Have you lost anything since you have become accountable? I mean, you are knowledgeable. I mean, I mean that when you lose something, you know you've lost something. Have you lost anything in that wise? Uh, get ready. There will be a recovery in the name of Jesus. We are entering a time of total restoration. Like I said, it's not so that we can become prideful in ourselves. No, 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 no. Or God is trying to show off that he's a big... No, no, of course he's a big God. There's no question in that. But he does that for his glory. And part of his glory is such that when God has lifted you up, you become a beckon to many to run towards God. And how do they run towards God? They run towards you. Because they will see God in you. And God will now use you to restore many back to the places where he has ordained them to be from the foundations of the world. Your very life will be a ministry. Useful to God. I'm talking to everyone that can hear me in the name of Jesus. You are saying you are talking to just Christians. Well, do you blame me? But then, it's not limited to Christians. You can make up your mind today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior automatically God begins to use you. The Bible says the very same period that Saul encountered him on the way to Damascus, he told him what to do, go into the city, and he shall be told you what you must suffer for my sake. Now you say, what about that? That was the same Saul that was antagonistic to God. And the moment he had an encounter with Jesus Christ, guess what? He got up and obeyed. There shall be holiness. He obeyed. There shall be holiness. That's it. He didn't do what used to be his conviction anymore. He did what was Jesus' conviction for his life. And he went there blinded. And the Bible said he was there praying. Until God told Ananias to go. Ananias was, again was arguing with God. Said, hey, this is a dangerous man. God said, no, 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 you go there. We've had an encounter. Now where I'm going is this. The Bible says immediately hands were laid on him. The scales fell off his eyes and he received strength and he was baptized with the Holy Ghost and he began to prophesy. Glory be to God in the highest. Thereafter, he went to the synagogue. That same moment, that same period, the same soul that was in anti-God, he was found in the synagogue agreeing with people, establishing the genuineness of the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says he was proclaiming Christ. He was preaching Christ. So I say to you, who are yet to make up your mind? You can make it up now. 2021 will be a wonderful year for you. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only God, that whosoever, whosoever, so you are part of it. So permit me to talk to those who believe. And I'm talking to you because I'm anticipating your believing. Again, remember the jailer? in charge of Paul and Silas, when he woke up from his sleep and saw that all the chains were destroyed and broken, he wanted to come to Paul said, don't do anything like that. We're all here. Come on, put on the light and see that we're all here. Guess what happened? He said, hey, trembling, what must I do? Or what can I do to be saved? He said, believe. Did you hear that? 
believe. I'm talking to the ardent skeptic. The one who is so antagonistic of this way. Real way that we're talking about. You can become one of us. You can become a son. You can become a tool in the hand of God. A blessing to humanity. Beginning from today. This coming year will be your best year in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. What I'm saying now is this. I'm not going to be at the end of the message saying, now give your life. Now I won't say that. I'm saying it right now. This repossession of our possession is for you as it is for everybody. So I'm saying to you, if you are making up your mind, right now begin to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, I am convinced. I believe in my heart. You are the Son of God. You died for me. Cleanse me of my sins. Fill me with your spirit. Use me for your glory. In your mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Thank God you prayed that prayer. And um, if you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to understand that, look, you have a place in his heart. You have a place in the book of life. You are marked for end time exploits. You are marked to bring about the difference that we are talking about. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. So I'm saying that whatever you have lost, we are entering a period of total recovery. Great restitution. As well as some we see this year as a year of great restoration. God will restore in the name of Jesus. And talking about that, Amos 9, 11 to 13 says, Glory be to God in the highest. It says, On that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I don't know what has fallen in your life. I don't know what you have lost. I say, get ready for an unusual recovery in the name of Jesus. He said, I will repair his damages. I will raise up his ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old. That they may possess the remnant of Edom. See the same Edom we're talking about. I mean, you will repossess what you have lost. Hallelujah. And all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord. Who does these things? Hallelujah. Behold, the days are coming. Listen to this. Says the Lord. When the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the trader of grapes, him who sows seed, the mountains shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I'm talking possessing your possession. Repossessing your possession. Taking back the years that have been stolen. Glory be to God in highest. Listen in the message version. Here it reads. It says, But also on that judgment day, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I'll repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it up like new. David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of enemy Edom. Plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment, God's decree, he will do this. Hallelujah. Now listen to this. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. <laughs> Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. Hall Did you hear me? It's going to be a tremendous year, an interesting year. Things will happen so fast. God is positioned also. Like I said, He said, I will establish your going. I set us on it and I establish your going from the book of Psalm 40. Remember? Glory be to God. He said, You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look. Blessings. Hallelujah. Blessings, hallelujah, like wine pouring off the mountain and hills. Oh, Father, we give you praise. And that's one aspect. The second aspect is this. Everything that God has done for you in Christ Jesus, some you are yet to walk in, you will begin to walk in them. Ephesians 1, verse 3. Every spiritual blessing, every places. Are you telling me that you have activated it all? You will find yourself in a dimension of blessing that you have never found yourself before. 
Come on. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3. Say all that pertains unto life and godliness. God has given you. You will find yourself capturing new territories. Man, apart from capturing what has been stolen, you will walk into new territories in the name of Jesus. And how is this going to happen? He's giving you the Holy Spirit. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have what it takes. You are a branch on the vine. He has positioned you. Yours is new songs. Your mouths are filled with praises. The Bible says the Gentiles will see it. They will take notice. You don't need to announce yourself. What The blessings of God over your life will announce you. Glory be to God in the highest. The glory of God over your life will announce your arrival. Hallelujah. Like I said, you are a city on a hill. A city on a hill need make no noise. He becomes the lighthouse on the dark horizon of the seas. Every distressed ship will begin to aim at the lighthouse. You are God's lighthouse for the year 2021. I want you to lift up your eyes and look up to heaven with steadiness and with focus. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and preacher of our faith. It's going to be a glorious year, an unusual year for you. Let me say it again. Grounds that you have never covered before. Get ready in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Don't fear the Spirit of God. Ah, oh Mount Zion. Oh Mount Zion. There shall be deliverance. Glory be to God in the highest. There shall be holiness. Glory be to God in the highest. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Everything will happen so fast and everywhere your head will feel like swimming because you'll be overwhelmed with the glory of God, with the deliverance of God, with the abundance of God in every facet of life. The best of you, remember, is always in your future. Regardless of what 2020 has done, regardless of what you've experienced, I'm telling you that God is set to do a new thing. Don't forget, we are at the end time. Things are happening so fast. Hallelujah. And we are part of his army. We are his end time workmanship. We are his tool. Glory be to God in the highest. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, let's welcome the new year. Come on, lift up your hands and begin to give God the glory. Give him praise. Give him honor. Give him adoration. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Happy New Year. It's 2021. Possess your possession. Our theme for the year is possessing your possession. And hear me. You will not only possess your possession this year. The Lord will totally restore you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will bless you. The Lord will deliver you like you have heard. The Bible says many are the official right, but the Lord delivers from them all. He will deck you with his wisdom. You will manifest his wisdom where and to the extent that you will marvel at yourself. He will surround you with favor in the name of Jesus. He will so uplift you that his glory will be palpable on your life in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, he said to me, he said, look, concerning your nation, I will visit you. God will visit us in the name of Jesus. He will visit Nigeria. In fact, for many of us, we will see it as the year of God's mercies in the name of Jesus. For many of us, we see it as the year of God's unusual favor in the name of Jesus. Of course, it will be a year of great deliverance for you in the name of Jesus. Get ready. The Lord is about to take you on a journey where you have never walked before. And like you rightly heard, He will not only restore, He will use it to restore many in the name of Jesus. We look forward to a great year. 
a great year of abundance, a great year of deliverance, a great year of love, a great year of peace in the name of Jesus. God will so deliver you that you will look at yourself. Is it me? In the name of Jesus. It is well with you. So let the new songs begin. Let the joy of the Lord be palpable in your heart. Glory be to God in the highest. A year of his presence. Some will say, I've never felt like this before. I've never experienced it like this before. The anointing of the Holy Ghost will guide you on every daily affair in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. Have a wonderful year in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's your year of dancing. It's your year of singing. It's your year of joy. Hallelujah. Amen. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.